Welcome to another sparkling edition of uh, The Thought Police. It's me, Mike Graham. It's him, Kevin O'Sullivan. We're edging ever closer to Christmas, but who fucking well knows whether we're <laughs> going to be able to do anything. Uh, Kevin, I've been boring the arse off everybody, so I don't know whether I should even keep going on about the fact that I'm not now going to America. Um, yeah, well, you know, you know, I've been thinking about your trip to America and, uh, you know, fuck you, basically. No, I'm, I'm kidding. No, uh, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel sorry. You know, stitch me up like a kipper. I mean, frankly, oh, so I feel now, sorry for you, mate. Well, do you know what? I'm the most unpopular fucking cunt around now because, you know, my kids in Sussex are going, why can't we fucking go? Their mother's going, why can't we go? And, you know, my sister uh, yeah. is going... Oh, and she's really upset, and my daughter's really upset, and I'm like, I'm like the villain of the fucking piece. Excuse me, could, could you mind if I uh, just put my hand up and add myself to yeah. the list? Because I was going to be standing in for you, doing 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Bollocks. day I've, uh, for the week before Christmas. I've set up all these fucking lunches, oh, no. and they've all gone to fuck Bollocks. now. So you know, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks. It's nice to be hated again. No, no, no. Honestly, I mate, too, uh, I, I, let's be serious for a second. I don't think you have any choice. I really do Because don't. if you take your family over there, you could end up getting stuck. You never know what's going to happen well, you know in this what the Omicron is, right? madness. The problem with this fucking wanker of a prime minister of ours, right, is he's literally, he could do anything. But he might suddenly make America fucking red list while I'm there. And then I'm fucked. Yeah, right? he, 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 the you thing just is, don't know. You can't the thing about it. this guy, right? He thinks, right? He's shitting himself that he doesn't make uh, what some people say was his mistake at the beginning right. of the crisis when right. he's, he was accused of delaying for three and a half weeks, and because of that, we got the COVID crisis. It's utter bollocks. It if, bollocks. He, if, if he'd have just, if he'd have locked down immediately uh, when they said I mean, it, well, it still uh, wouldn't have made yeah, any but also, difference. Also, all these fucking Monday morning quarterbacks, right? They're going, oh, we should look down in January. Well, we didn't know shit. It in wouldn't January. have made any fucking right. difference. Also, we didn't fucking know anything yeah. in January, yeah, so yeah. we couldn't have locked down. Tell me way. a country in the world that didn't get it. Right. So we'd have got it. So and all would... the countries that did all the right things and were all fucking getting praised from the cunts of this country mm. and think that we're shit, right? Yeah. They're all worse yeah. off than we are. Yeah. Anyway, so so he's terrified of uh, allegedly making the same alleged mistake again. So this time uh. he's been overcautious and gone ape shit about fucking Omicron, which doesn't even make you sick. Mm. And he thinks, and he thinks, yeah, and he th- <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks that we're I'm all going to go. Oh, better be safe than sorry. Well done, Boris. Yeah. No, you no. fucking scruffy cunt. You just fucked Christmas up, yeah, you yeah. bastard. And everyone knows that he is now literally the fucking clattering train yeah, yeah. out of control. Yeah, yeah. And he li- I mean, I I could not even begin to predict what he's going to do next. Yeah, yeah. What we want from a prime minister and his administration is calm, measured, yeah. correct decisions. Right, he's made actual, the wrong decision again. Based on some facts, right? Because Desmond Swain gets up in the House of Commons this week, says to Sajid Javid, who's also turned into a fucking twat, right? Yeah. Basically, how many of the people who have got this variant? Yeah, 300 or so. 366 people as of that particular day. How many of them are in hospital? None. Not one. Yeah, yeah. Not a we, sausage. We, bugger all. So that add to that, uh, how many have died? None. And all I was saying all of last week, can some fucker please fucking tell me how many people have died from this and what are the fucking yeah. symptoms? Right. Instead, Omicron spreads like a story with no roots. Right. And you've got the fucking newspapers like the Daily Mail. Our experts answer all your questions. Yeah. No, well, my question is how many are dead and what are the fucking symptoms? Right. And you haven't answered them, so fuck off. And if you can't tell me that it's less fucking virulent and less dangerous, yeah. then I'm not fucking interested. How strange, though, that the entire world goes, oh, it's a new variant. 
Victorian. All the papers were saying was, oh, my God, it's really, really uh, transmittable. It fucking spreads like wildfire. Look at the number of cases. People from Australia, right. doctors, not Australia, from South Africa, doctors from South Africa telling us, don't worry about it. There yeah. aren't many hospitaliz- hospitalizations. Well, I don't think they hospitalise anybody then. Yeah, they? yeah, and people aren't dying. No. It's a non-lethal fucking variant. Right. Which is actually a rather a good thing. Of course that it is. fucking woman, Professor Susan Mickey, who I discovered had blocked me at the weekend, right? She's put out a tweet. Is she the fucking says, commie? She's the commie. Only 30 to 35% of PCR tests for general population are processed at labs able to detect a key indicator of Omicron. <laughs> so they can't even detect it but anyway. Look, Omicron, it turns out, is a bit like a little, a mild dose of a cold. Yeah. It seems, I mean, we don't know this for certain, but all the indications are it will make you feel tired for a couple of days. You'll get a bit of a muscle ache yeah. and a, a little slight cough and then you're better. That's how I feel every fucking day. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. I mean, you know, it's called a fucking hangover. Every, yeah, every day I wake up I think, fuck, I've got COVID. Then I go, oh no, it's probably the four bottles of fucking wine I had last night. By know? the way, I, I, last week I just sort of go off tangent a bit. Mm. You remember um, you got touch with me about whether or not you can call, I said I think you can call a woman a cunt. Yeah, you did. And you said that I that you didn't think you could call a no. woman a cunt. Well, I so said I, I, I didn't ask you the key question. Right. What if she is a cunt? Well, then that's different. That's obviously fine. So, uh, so clarity, folks, from Mike. There, we've got we've got the clarification. That's what I needed. It's okay to. You mustn't call a woman a cunt unless Unless she's a cunt. And if she is a cunt, then it's okay to call her a cunt. Well, I think that's fairly consistent with my opinion from last week. You accused me of being pissed last week, which (laughs) fucking with some reason was entirely correct. By the way, Um, because I felt I didn't. I I used a much more uh, delicate term. I said you were refreshed. Yes. Well, I've been drinking. You were drinking. Fucking champagne when no, I, I turned no, up. I was drinking that fucking hot gin. <laughs> yeah. Which I'll tell you what, I got home. Right? Hot gin. <laughs> I got home one day after drinking. I thought I was having some kind of fucking episode. Right? Really? I was, I was sweating so yeah, much. Yeah, because it will make you sweat, yeah. And I, did, I mean, I guess it was a hot gin, but I literally, I mean, my, <laughs> my shirt was soaking wet. <laughs> Maybe you spilt the fucking hot gin all over you. It was literally soaked through. But you you said it was quite nice, the hot gin. I haven't tried it yet. It is nice, but I think you're only supposed to have one or two. Not seven. Fucking ten. (laughs) As I said to you last week, because you you got pissed, didn't you, at the horseshoe the other day, uh, drinking mulled wine. As I said, are you only drinking hot drinks this week? Well, I mean, it was quite cold. Um, but I think the problem I had last week was it actually wasn't very cold. Yeah. And so instead of which, yeah. I shouldn't have been drinking yeah. fucking hot drinks. But, you know, I might have one today. I've maybe. done that with uh, mulled wine before where, where the first one is delicious. Oh, it really yeah. warms the cockles of your right. heart. And then you have the next one. Yeah, really nice. Then mm. the next one, say, yeah, I get it. And then the fourth one, you just suddenly break out into fucking Start complete sweating. sweat. Yeah. Well, I kept the sweats today, funnily enough. And I think that's just a hangover sweat, you know, because yesterday I did one of these things. Where I went for lunch, uh-huh. right, uh, in Covent Garden. And the woman I was having lunch with had to go and pick up her son from school. And I thought, because I, I was going to a party at half past six, right? Uh-huh. So I thought, I'll keep her sitting around until about 5.30 and then I can just wander off. Uh-huh. And she fucking left at about four. So I was like, shit, what am I going to fucking do now? So I had a couple of extra glasses of wine at the place in uh, Covent Garden. <laughs> I then decided I'd walk down to Westminster, which is where the party yeah. was. It was the IEA Christmas party. And uh, as I was walking across Longacre, which is a one-way street uh-huh. going you know, right to left, I suddenly hear this, oi! <laughs> and it's a fucking cyclist, right? One of these fucking oh. Just Eat guys who's literally stopped about a fucking foot from me uh, because I was talking on the phone or something, right? And then I suddenly went, you're going the wrong fucking way, mate. And he was obviously um, not, he was foreign anyway. Yeah. And I just went, you fucking cunt. I said, you fucking drive <laughs> this fucking road the right way or else I'll fucking do you or something like that. Yeah, that did thing? he turn around? 
Well, he turned around and had a look and then thought, this bloke's obviously fucking drunk and deranged, yeah. so I'm going to fucking... Well, also, it sounds like on. he had a fucking point as well. <laughs> but he was going the wrong fucking way, the yeah, cunt. Yeah, I can't stand I can't believe it, right? Anyway, so I walked down to... It was quite a nice afternoon. I walked down to uh, the Foreign Office, where the old Red Lion yeah. pub is. Well, well, thought, you mean you mean uh, uh, the uh, De- Desertsville, where there's no one about... Where nobody's working. Nobody's working, um, yeah. And I went in yeah, the Red Lion. fucking... <laughs> tumbleweed going across the road yeah does he do that you know that thing where you're doing because it wasn't really enough time to go home and have and, and come yeah, back out that. again sort of so annoying, you're sort of hanging yeah. about and i thought the red line's bound to be i yeah. mean i don't know what's happened to journalism these days there's bound to be some people in there having a fucking drink not one person in there did i know um i then sort of thought i oh, know i'll go around to marcus of granby where i then did run into somebody from the taxpayers alliance um so that was fine um and we had a good chat but you know so basically i had to kill two hours yeah. by drinking more <laughs> um, so I'd had, but after all the wine, I had a, I got a pint of beer in the red line, a couple of glasses of uh, a gin and tonic in the, um, uh. and then got to their Christmas party, and they had a gin bar, which was great. Reese Mogg was there, uh. who made a very funny speech. He said, "Was, it, very, was the gin cold or the gin was cold? This, this I, gin's I did, not hot." I did say, "Can you heat it up for me?" <laughs> <laughs> but they had some Can I borrow nice, your lighter? <laughs> but they had some very nice, like sort of finger food, some anchovies yeah. on things. Yeah, yeah nice, nice, rolls. nice, very nice, and. Um, did you have a chat with Rhys Mod? I didn't. I had a chat with his wife, though, who's charming. Because yeah. this woman started sort of talking to me. And, you know, as you would expect, I don't really want to talk to him. I'll talk to her. And I thought, I said, so what, what brings you to the party? And she went, I'm uh, Jacob Rhys Mogg's wife. And I said, oh, mm. I had no idea. She had, mm. He had such a beautiful wife. Mm. Um, well, so you're thinking we, of pulling her off. I was thinking about it, yeah. Well, she's <laughs> fucking loaded, right? <laughs> and he made a very funny speech where he was up on the stage laughing about the whole, because it was quite a crowded room. He said, I'm glad to see you're all social distancing. And as you know, we've now reached the, uh, the the change of policy where we use imperial measurements now, and it's two inches you have to <laughs> instead of two metres. <laughs> but he was actually very funny. And there was a comedian on who was quite funny. So I had a great night, and I got home at about sort of nine o'clock, something like that, ordered a curry, um, had some more wine, went to bed. See what I did like, right last Friday. I had the day off because uh, I went for a lunch with some old Fleet Street mates. Um, a long lunch. Oh, yeah. Imagine Covent Garden. Very nice. Sat down at one o'clock, and I was intended to leave at six because I was going down Fulham because yeah. they were playing... Um, oh, so you get uh, the game afterwards? Evening match. That's against, quite what, fucking ambitious, Well, isn't it? it was a top-of-the-table clash against Bournemouth, mm. uh, and Scott Parker, our former manager, now manages Oh, does he manage There was a lot of action okay. going on, a lot right. of tension in right. the air, so I felt I had to go. So anyway, fucking sat down for this lunch, right? It was nice food, and I drank, you know, as you do, just drank a fucking gallon of yeah. fucking red wine. That, <laughs> ga- actually, that's that's conservative. I yeah. definitely had more than a gallon right. of red wine. Uh, and a couple of vodkas, things like that. At six o'clock, I'm like, i got to go to football. Yeah. So I got... <laughs> and how did you get to Fulham from there? Yeah, well, I, I walked to Covent Garden Station, got on, onto the... Oh, the Piccadilly So, so you can get the Piccadilly yeah. all the way to Hammersmith, right? right? It's about, I don't know, it's about 20, 20 stops, yeah, okay. something like that. So... As you know, Covent Garden's the deepest station in the underground. Uh, Thought Police always bringing you facts. Yeah, there you go. Uh, is it deeper than Hampstead? Yeah, Hampstead it is was. the deep. No, it's, uh, it's um, Covent Garden. All right. Uh, anyway, so you have to get a lift down. So I go mm. down, uh, get on the next train to Hammersmith. Um, you know, <laughs> pissed up as you remember. <laughs> football. <laughs> oh, that's my seat. You know, all this sort of stuff. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm not kidding you, Mike. I, I sat down on my seat, and the next thing I knew, I went, like that, I looked up. No, Hammersmith. 
Jesus. Yeah, that I, was I, sl- I literally went have, straight. You could have woken up. Must in have been psychosomatic. Heathrow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, easily. Uh, must have been psychosomatic. Right. But there it was. I got. That like, is oh, amazing. Fuck me. That so is I, amazing. So I went to the pub for another drink. Excellent. Uh, to sort of and like, did they win? Uh, it was one all, uh, which wasn't a bad result because we got an eighty-four minute. 84th minute equaliser. So when you go to something like that, are you, are you just go on your own or would you meet Yeah, I get, yeah well, I sit in amongst all these people that I know where my yeah, season right. ticket is. Yeah. So yeah, I go on my own. Oh, that must be fun. Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, but um, talking about having the day off, I'm thinking about having every day off for the rest of my life because Prince Harry says yeah, it's a great idea to do the job. It's much better for your mental health. Yeah. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be anywhere near as fucking pissed off with anything if you didn't have a job. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, and well, I mean, he, to be fair, he's never had a fucking job. But has you it? can. T- what I've found, and Harry's got a fucking good point, is if you give up your job, right, and you can't pay the mortgage, yeah. and the kids, are, oh, they're he doesn't have to worry about that. You can he? say to your wife, "Look, I know I'm not bringing any money into the house, and we're going to get evicted, yeah. and the kids are starving." Right. Uh, but it's been very good for my mental health. Yes. That's why Harry's and on the you money. You might become a prostitute. Would what that be right cu- with you? What a fucking What cunt. a complete ass. Also, he didn't give up a fucking job because he didn't have one to yeah, give up. Because they're people for. Prince of fucking um, bollocks. Yeah, people give up the jobs that they don't find any joy in. Right. Hardly anyone finds any fucking joy Absolute in their jobs, twat. you dumb cunt. Yeah. It's fucking absolute cunt. I mean, she's given up her job because she's married into the royal family and now that she's got fucking 30 million quid in the bank. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, such as her job but was. But which is what I said earlier. Why don't they sack all the... Or get all the people that work for them to, to give up their jobs mm. so they've got no cleaner, no cook, no fucking nanny, no butler, no driver. See how they fucking like yeah. it. See yeah. how they get on. I'll tell you what. I mean... I mean it's just have ridiculous. you ever met anyone who's actually seen Suits? That thing she was in. I've seen. Funny enough, one of my kids watches it. Oh, there you go. He's he quite. But it's because it. it's still going on, isn't it? I think With, so. Without her, yeah. I bet I it's bet. a big improvement. Now that cunt's not. In it. <laughs> See, yeah. they I should mean, make I've... a thing of it. You know, not uh, starring no. that cunt uh, Meghan Markle. <laughs> She's not in it. No, absolutely ridiculous. But fucking hell, man, she is absolutely unbelievable. The worst thing that she has ever fucking done is married to the royal family because now. She's become this kind of... She thinks, clearly, she's some kind of saint. Saint yeah. Megan. And, you know, he is... Saint this, cunt. He's now fucking running uh, this ridiculous job, chief impact officer. <laughs> what is that right? for? For better me, better yeah. up. Maybe better up. Impact. It's called better fucking, up. Yeah. yeah. Better up. Butter up. I mean, it's just incredible the how out of touch they are. Because even in the Times, right, which normally you would look at uh, the comment section underneath, and the Times comment section is usually quite sort of neutral... Mm. And quite sort of thoughtful, mm. uh-huh. but everyone was slagging him off, even in the Times. They were yeah. just going, "What the fuck does this guy know?" About and, while, and while that fucking cunt uh, Meghan Markle like dances up and down, isn't it great? I beat the Mail on Sunday. Uh, well, she didn't really. Though, well, did she? the thing is, the thing is, what happened there was a bloody disgrace. Mm. Twice in a row, yeah. our fucking left-leaning, ass-licking judiciary mm. said, "No need to even hear this." Case. How can they not have a trial? That's like that's like, that's like sort of the you know sort of I don't know a murder. An accused murderer being put in the dock, and the judge going, oh, "I don't like the look of him. No need yeah. to hear this case. Yeah. You got life. life yeah. You can't do that." And anyway, uh, she, what she doesn't realise because she's too stupid uh, is that I think it will probably change the law. We'll get rid of that nonsensical human rights privacy mm. clause that that cunt Tony Blair brought. Well, they've in. been quite seriously campaigning since then, haven't they, about how dangerous this could be? Yeah. because it yeah. could be. Because what it what that law right is? Then. What the privacy law is? Uh, is a method that the rich and the powerful protect themselves yeah. by. Uh, they are able now uh, to pre- prevent us, the press, from fi- from printing anything else yeah. uh, unflattering about them. And because of what happened with 
uh, Megan because of right. the disgraceful decision by the judge twice to say, oh, the fragrant princess is here. Yeah. No need to even listen to no. this case. We find against the horrible right. newspaper. But it, but again, They're going to change the law. Yeah. Well, again, the interesting thing as well is that they didn't win. She didn't win because it was an invasion of privacy. She won because they printed too much of the letter. Yeah, but e- right. Yeah, e- so if they printed less of the letter, mm, they wouldn't have lost yeah. anyway. But even that should have been heard in court. Yeah. Because the Mail on Sunday had an argument for why they printed yeah. so much of the letter. Yeah. Uh, but the judge ruled, no, 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 we don't even need to hear from you. That's no. a disgrace. It really is. That's a disgrace. Ridiculous. Fucking judges. But it's a bit like these fucking super injunctions that somebody invented suddenly. Yeah. Went, yeah. Oh, not only can you not mention. Yeah. The fact that this happened, but you now can't mention mm. who it happened involving. Mm. Yeah, and there were these fucking ridiculous rumours that would then go around on on the internet and on social media, uh, and people were kind of discussing who it was, what it was about, what happened. Yeah. There was a few people that knew, um, but it was a ridiculous manoeuvre because yeah. I know, I don't know how many times you talk to people who are still in papers. But they tell me now, particularly showbiz guys, that you know you can't write a story about anything no. without a lawyer getting on the phone to say, how the fuck did you find out about this? See, judges hate the press. They yeah. hate freedom of expression. They hate freedom of speech. Yeah. Uh, and they really hate the newspapers. And they always support the rich and the powerful yeah. over newspapers. And, uh, and they think they're all a bit grubby, the, don't they? And the public go, oh, the are horrible. So I think yeah. the judges are right. No, they're fucking not. I mean, Piers Morgan always used to say, you're not supposed to like the press. You're not supposed to fucking well like the journalists. Mm-hmm. But that's not the point the point is is that they have a right to fucking find things out you do not have a right as a member of the public or indeed as a public figure to stop people from finding stuff out about you and going back to the press uh, one of the problems uh, of the coverage of the rudderless Omicron story. This yeah. is a story with no roots. Yeah. It's a, a vague concept nothing going of a on. variant that yeah. isn't very harmful. Right. That people keep saying, oh, it's really transmittable. Yeah. All cases are soaring, as Desmond Swain pointed out. But no one's in hospital and no so one's dead. Matter. So it's a rudderless story. Right. But how do, how do these stories go? What's the chronology? Mm. Basically, let's take the mail group. Yeah. Mail online, the online journalists, all they care about is clickbait. Right. I, I don't blame them. That's their job. Uh, but it doesn't make for an accurate story. Mm. So they go, for example, last week, uh, Mail Online, they go, Omicron cases, astonishing spike and yeah. surge in Norway, Christmas, yeah. the, the final nail in the coffin of Christmas. long and hard to yeah. find that. Yeah, this is the final nail in the coffin of Norway? Christmas. Next day, Daily Mail comes yeah. out, please don't cancel Christmas, Boris. Yeah. Well, there's no notion in the air of cancelling Christmas until your cunt colleagues well, online except, did what they did. Except you can't tell. I mean, because with old Boris, you can't tell. Yeah. You, you, I was having this row with somebody before who was saying, "Oh, it's all the media's fault." You know, they're the ones that are getting carried away. And yes, there's some truth to that, but also the other part of the truth is that Boris is wheel careering around, yeah. making these ridiculous fucking decisions. I mean, why? What? Who in his right mind would say that you have to take a test to get on a plane, and then when you arrive, having got a negative test, you have to go into isolation yeah, yeah, yeah. because you haven't got it? Well, do you know what, what? that? You know what that scruffy cunt's scared about now? What's he scared He's about? scared about uh, having to say, "Oh, Omen." Omicron was all a fuss about nothing. Yeah. So he's got he's got skin in the game of making so it. He's going to keep, it, gonna going. keep it like this more why, dangerous than yeah, it is. This is why I don't think that on the twentieth of December he is going to do anything other than keep everything as it is yeah. at the very yeah. least and possibly make it worse. Yeah, Christmas won't be cancelled, but it won't be very good for no. travel. He's going to maintain that uh, Omicron is more dangerous than it is because to turn around and say, "Oh shit, it's just sniffles for a couple of days," people will go, "And you did that to yeah. us." 
You did that and to us, you useless fucker. And by the way, this fucking war on drugs. When are these politicians... <laughs> fucking wanker. I mean, when are these politicians going to work out that the war on drugs has been going on since the 1960s, nearly yeah. 70 years, yeah. and guess what? Drugs, drugs always win. Winning. Drugs well, win. Yeah, because drugs are used by people who like them. Yeah. I remember having a guy... An <laughs> Supply and demand, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And a guy that I used to know in New York, and he, and he worked with the police a lot, and he said, the reason people do drugs is they enjoy doing them. Yeah. So they're not going to fucking stop Yeah, they're going about... Just because you go, oh, yeah, but it's a bit dangerous. You go, I don't care, I want to get fucking high. Yeah. All right? So I'm going to take my fucking exactly drugs. Exactly right. So the, the, was going, oh, this person's taking too many drugs. Yeah. I wonder what social problems. He must have become up in a deprived background. Yeah. How about he just likes them? Yeah, he just likes them. I mean, I know loads stone, of people. I know loads of people. taking a fucking line yeah. of coke when he's out at night because it keeps him up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some and, people take them for sex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and uh, you know, so the, so the war on drugs is war on drugs. It's another dead cat, isn't it? Yeah, he's totally. trying to dis- detract us yeah. from the fact he's fucked everything else right. up. And also, why the fuck did he have to pretend he was a police officer? Yeah. What's all so, that about? As I said on your show today, somebody put a picture in because <laughs> he's such a scruffy cunt. He got that right. hat on. But he, he's called like hobo cop. <laughs> hobo, hobo cop. But but you know, what was he doing? That is, it's because. It's to detract us from the fact he's fucked everything yeah. else up. Right, absolutely. And right. it won't win. And, and and by the way... Also, how do you define winning the war on drugs? Yeah, well, it, what, nobody does them anymore? No, well, nobody you, buys them well, anymore? Well, it's kind of difficult because no one has ever won the war on drugs. No. And uh, no one will stop buying them. And I don't want to live in a country where the police force is standing outside police stations, no. outside tube, tube stations, stations and yeah. train stations to frisk everyone with sniffer well, dogs. at the moment, they're standing inside them yeah. uh, because uh, they're trying to get you for not wearing yeah, a fucking mask. You know, right? I mean, what is the point? We're going to declare war on middle-class drug users and if we find a lawyer with a wrap of cocaine in his pocket, you know, we'll ruin his life. Really? really? Well, Why? Maybe, maybe he's a good lawyer and maybe he won't ruin his fucking oh, life. fucking ridiculous. Oh, no. You know, they... they, they they can't uh, actually catch any of the big dealers, the really big dealers. Uh, that would sort the problem out, but they can't get well, they, Maybe what they could do if they really want to have a war on drugs is to shut down the fucking Medellin cartel. But nobody's been able to do yeah, that yeah, for yeah. a very long time no, because that, that, they're more powerful than a fucking country. The, 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 the whole thing, I think, don't we spend, apparently Britain spends something like 20 billion quid a year on cannabis alone. Really? It's ridiculous how much money, how much money people we spend, we to, spend to on it. drugs. And yeah. that's just one... Western country, yeah. uh, as you quite rightly say, Mike. The thing about drugs, it's a, a classic business formula: yeah. supply and, and demand. demand. There is a massive demand out there for drugs; therefore, there will mm. always be a supply. You close down the supply now, there'll be new suppliers tomorrow. Yeah, it's absolutely it. fucking obvious. Well, Fuck I, off, I, Boris, I, with I your stupid plan. Earlier. What about the fucking American situation now, where almost every state in America now has legalized pot? <laughs> almost every single one yeah, yeah. and they're all making a lot of money by taxing it and all the people who are growing it I mean I know a guy a mate of mine who um, I used to do some work with who had a, a, a winery in California He's guess what he's got now he's now growing marijuana because he can mm-hmm. and he says the most important fucking thing about it is that they've learned that you don't grow it in a field outside you basically build a house mm. and you put about five levels in it and you grow five times as much mm. on, on a small piece of land which you can keep secure so nobody can nick anything and you don't need security guards. You lock it up every fucking night. And he said he's making something like two million a month. <laughs> a month. There's always was good money in drugs. <laughs> fucking hell, man. You know, it's in, all legal. In, you know, in Denver, so they legalized cannabis. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, they were taxing the dope. And do you know what they did with the new income of the money? They built a new courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it. I mean, you know, 
<coughs> governments, local or national, are always looking for more money. And so it would make perfect sense, wouldn't it, to fucking tax marijuana? Well, uh, see, there's a, there are arguments as well. Apparently half the people in America now are even more stoned than they used to be. And there are serious fears in Canada that, you know, people are getting too stoned. I wish they'd the, give something to that wanker Trudeau. <laughs> you see that fucking video he did about... Well, he d- you know, he'd only try to work out whether he could black his face well, up with it, wouldn't yeah. he? It's your, it's your birthday. You're five. Yeah. You can get a vaccine. Yeah. Oh, Did you God, see that? No. Fucking unreal. Absolute cunt. Fuck off. Fuck off. Um, anyway, so they're, wor- they're worried uh, that, that everybody's stoned all well, the time. Well, I have to say, when I was in LA recently, a couple of years ago, um, it did occur to me that everyone driving was probably stoned. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They drive like fucking crazy. No man. change there, then. No. Well, this is it, right? Um, <laughs> this much I know. <laughs> but, they, you know, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But people, yeah. like, they overtake on both sides. And of the they road. got their... They're, they're fucking going like this, you know, crisscrossing oh, yeah, around. Because yeah, yeah. the thing that I've always found amazing about driving in America is they put the fucking cruise control on and they refuse to take it off. Yeah. So they just keep going at whatever fucking speed they're going at. Yeah. Hold on to the wheel. And it doesn't matter whether they have to slide around you or fucking go around the other way. Just and they're believe. usually eating cereal and yeah. things, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. that's fucking, fucking horrendous. Cunt. Absolutely horrendous. Anyway, listen, we've got to talk to you about some, some more uh, Manscaped. Oh, excellent. Because Manscaped, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to us for a long time, very keen on us. They like us a lot. I've told them they need to send us some more stuff. But apparently uh, the Christmas holidays have come early with Manscaped because now they're launching some new products, right? Now, if you don't know what Manscaped is, it's the male grooming scenario. Uh, They've got all new ultra premium body wash, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner as well. So not only can you keep your skin and your hair in good shape. Lovely. uh, You can also keep the rest of you in good shape. And uh, it also (laughs) says, um, if you want, the perfect package will also come uh, with anti-chafing boxes. There you go. Because I guess if you're if you're, if you're grooming a bit a bit over enthusiastically, you certainly don't want any chafing. Which well, boxes can chafe? They can. So you get twenty percent off free shipping with this code. It's called Police. You go to manscaped.com and you get twenty percent off with free shipping. Um, just enter the code Police. P O L I C E. Uh, it says clean up your nuts and make Santa proud. <laughs> you know, I mean, why not? Who you know? Who yeah. could argue? Well, everybody about? loves nuts at Christmas, don't they? I mean, do you eat nuts at Christmas? Yeah, I, mean, I do. I, like, I, I eat lots nuts. of nuts anyway. Do you? But I eat lots of nuts at Christmas yeah. in particular. Nuts and um, cashew nuts. Yeah, very much like cashew nuts. Monkey nuts. Do you yeah. kill them monkey nuts still? I think you can. Can't yeah, you? I think yeah. yeah Not yeah. illegal. Yeah, no. They're, yeah, no. They're, they're like those slightly chewy ones. Aren't yeah, they? exactly. I like them. Yeah. yeah, or the kind that you break open and throw on the ground. Oh, those ones, peanut yeah. type things. Yeah, Are they yeah, like yeah. Peanuts. No, they're banned. Where is it? Is it? Have you ever been to Raffles in Singapore? Uh, yeah. Isn't that where they have that, where they give you those and you throw them on the floor? So they've just got all these fucking... Um, I don't remember that. There used to be nuts, a place... Uh, there's a place in uh, California uh, um, on the PCH, uh, Pacific Coast Pacific Highway Coast near Highway. LA. Yeah. It's called Gladstone's Number 4, Gladstone's 4 Fish. Okay. And uh, they had fucking great barrels full yeah. of those things. Well, and I you could go in there and get a drink like, and basically get a free dinner. That's what I them. feel like Raffles was like. And they had, you know, there's, uh, apparently, this is since I went there, because I went there quite a few years ago, uh, Alan Brazil went there at one point mm. and apparently drank the most um, Singapore gin slings that anybody had ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's a fucking plaque on the wall. <laughs> there's something like 23 of Brazil them. was here. Yeah. He is unbelievable. Absolutely fucking unreal what he can drink. It's really quite extraordinary. Um, I don't know if I told you the story of when he went to the Mondrian one day. He discovered the Mondrian. Remember in the old building? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The sea container's house. You know, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice, yeah. 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 Quite yeah. a nice little yeah. bar there. Yeah. You can sit outside in the summer. And he said, uh, he said, um, yeah, this guy comes out. And he says, Are you all right, Mister Brazil? I said, I'm fine. 
He said, why? He said, you've just ordered your 28th Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you, P- Piers Morgan told me a story right once. Do you remember Charles Kennedy, uh, yeah. the uh, God, li- li- liberal leader, who, who you know, he, he had an alcoholism problem. Remember, he, he, got, he basically got deposed from the job because... He was getting pissed all the time at lunchtime, and, and when he and was he supposed to be supposed to be in big debates yeah. in the afternoon, was fast asleep in his office. Yeah. And Piers told me he once uh, went for lunch with him. Uh, yeah, I think it was in some restaurant rather, and he counted how many glasses of red wine that Charles Kennedy had over lunch, and it was twenty-two. Twenty-two glasses of wine. Red wine over Fuck lunch. Me. That's a lot of wine, isn't it? That is. He came up actually when I was in. Um in Edinburgh when I was at the Talk 107 studio and he came up because I think it was a local I think it wasn't a national election I think it was a, a local election you know like Scottish uh-huh. Parliament but he came up and he came on and he came in with his with his spad and then he disappeared and we, I said where's he gone and it turned out he'd gone to the toilet and I think he was just in there drinking whiskey because when he came out he smelt like a mixture of mouthwash and whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, he was, he was a nice bloke, Charlie. He was a lovely guy. Charlie really Kennedy was. really and was a nice who guy. Who was it that was... I think it was Ian Blackford that was pretty fucking horrible about him and horrible to him as mm. well, who made all sorts of remarks about him as well. You know, so not very pleasant character all, all no, around. No, no. But, but, uh, um, but actually, actually, you know, it's tragic what happened to him. 22 glasses of wine at uh, lunch. We should talk about... Respect. Rod, <laughs> you know, we should talk about Rod Little, shouldn't we? Oh, but yeah, fucking fuck it. I, yeah, I sent, I sent Rod an email about all that. Because I didn't know Tim Luckhurst was living up there now. Tim Luckhurst, who we sort of know, right? Yeah, um, regular guest and regular all that. Guest. Nice bloke. Scotsman, not bad. Well, he's now been suspended I know. for defending Rod Little uh, for what he said. Well, what, right? well, the chronology of it is this, because I did a thing on my show last night about it, because I had Rod on for half an hour last week, so I thought it was incumbent upon us to mention it. Yes. Um, of course, Rod Rod made a speech. <laughs> he big, You know, Durham University is the one where the Dons said uh, it's important that we teach all the students about sex work yes. in case they turn to prostitution yeah. to pay the bills. Right. So uh, Rod's opening remark to these po-faced students was, I'm disappointed not to see any sex workers here tonight. <laughs> anyway. Well, they don't have a sense of humour. No, they, and they started walking out, and Tim Lunk Luckhurst uh, shouted, pathetic, yeah. uh, you know, we believe in free speech in this college, etc. Right? So I did a thing last night about that uh, with a student who's actually at... Durham University, right. and she was very funny about it. Was she pro little then? And, uh, very much so. How the fuck and, did you find her? Uh, and I didn't Sophie, think there were any of them left. Well, I can recommend you have her on your show. Her oh, name's okay. Sophie Corcoran. She makes us. Oh, look, I've heard of her. Yeah, she's the first year student at Durham. She makes yeah. us look like communists. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I've uh, seen her on Twitter. She's I think. Yeah, a very sound girl, yeah. very bright girl as yeah. well. Uh, so I had her on about it, uh, but uh, so I, I booked. Well, I got the people to book her in the morning by the time I got to the fucking show last night I was just reading up again and so it had gone from Tim shouting pathetic to Tim had had to apologise and then by the time the night was up last night he was suspended they're now calling for his resignation well he's in in the process of being well and truly cancelled Because he defended a guy making a couple of jokes that people found upsetting. Well, he, he, and they apparently said that they were distressed and emotional well, Rod, as a result of what Liddell said. I mean, Rod, will write, Rod will ride above it, but he's got a lawsuit case there because uh, they called him transphobic and a yeah. racist. He's neither. And he's neither of those. His, his transphobic comments were, you know, that he wishes trans, trans people all the happiness yeah. in the world, but you can't tell me that a trans woman 
wasn't born yeah. genetically a male. Not the most outrageous. That's what they want it? you to say. Oh, that person was mm. never a male. Yeah. Well, it's just not true. No. You can't, we cannot go into that Alice in looking glass, through the looking glass world, mm. where the truth, it's, it's totally Orwellian, where yeah. you're not allowed to say the truth. It really is uh, and So he said that, and then, um, uh, you know, and he was then a, Accused of being racist because he said that. But it's all kind of gone backwards as well, hasn't yeah. it? Because I mean, well, he calls case... it. Rod calls it the disenlightenment. Yeah, it is. So we had the enlightenment like people... when we came through. And from... you know, his speech was supposedly going on the subject of tolerance, and yeah. he was meant to be talking about how actually you should disagree with other people, yeah. and if you disagree with them, that's a good thing. Yeah. But you should not try and stop yeah. them from saying what they want to say just because they don't agree with you. And the fucking useless college, the oh. university, is now investigating the contents of his speech. No, you Why? cunts, it's free speech. Right. Let him say what he wants. Also, you. Have you don't you read... get it? Also, it's not fucking read... Nazi Germany. You've never read fucking Rod Little's column. What do you think he's going to fucking say? Yeah. He's hardly going to get up there and go, Ugh, you know, I've decided to change my views on absolutely everything. Yeah. And now I'm not but... going to be offensive at all. He makes his living out of being offensive. That's but, 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 but his views are neither trans. Transphobic nor racist. Well, they're not particularly right wing. They're not particularly. No, he's, he's a Labour supporter. Yeah. He, 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 about a year ago, I think he finally left the Labour Party. Right. He's Social Democrat. He's not now. the only one. But he was a traditional. He used yeah. to work for the Labour Party. Should we give old Keir Starmer an honourable mention? Because he's, uh, once again, the only thing I've seen him What's doing. What's that cunt been up to now? Fucking twat. The only thing I've seen him doing this week was standing about in some booster fucking jab clinic getting yeah. himself boosted. Yeah, yeah, but pompously saying that uh, Peppa Pig Park was a dreadful yeah, place. Yeah, what did he do that for? Dreadful place. Why did he say dreadful that? Place. Why did he say Cause that? Because he's a middle class cunt. What, you mean he thinks it's a bit You know, working the, the class. working class people go to places like that. Well, and it's commercial. T- well, why does he keep telling everyone that he's working class then? Well, because he's about as working class as Prince Charles, isn't he? <laughs> but I do like, I like his, um, I like like his fucking war with uh, Angela Rina. He's fucking cancelling her, isn't he? She fucking hates him, though, doesn't she? Well, yeah, and he hates her. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's sacked her, or he's suspended her chief of communications. Oh, has he? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, that's at the weekend. Uh, so, uh, and she, she's in danger of losing. He, he's trying to cancel the post of deputy leader. Right. So he's in the process of w- wiping her out completely. Jesus. So, uh, it's not fair! Fuck you. Fuck you. Bastard. Bastard. Fucking Labour scum. (laughs) Fuck off. Fucking stammer cunt. Sorry. Stammer cunt. (laughs) Fuck off. Sir fucking care. Absolutely. Bollocks. Right. Well, I think we've reached the end of yet another sparkling episode. I do believe we um, have. uh, I'm sorry about Christmas. I'm sorry about being a cunt. But I'm not that sorry. That's all I can say. Yeah, but yeah, well, you, there's nothing you can do about it. You'll always be a cunt. It's true. He's not wrong, um, as ever. Uh, we'll see you next week, you fuckers. Yeah, oh, hang f- on. I might have something to read. Oh, hang on a second. Hang on. The, cunt's, go, the cunt hasn't finished hang yet. On, before we go, yeah, I nearly, nearly forgot. This is a... He um, really is a cunt, isn't he? last-minute fucking big yeah. country. This is from Arthur. Could you please give a massive call-out um, for James Hoover, our Icelandic colleague, um, for being a Viking-sized cunt who is as misinformed as he is opinionated and offensive? Uh, he'd be chuffed to bits to be mentioned on your show, which he finds outrageous. Viking cunt? Yeah. What a Viking cunt. Fucking I'm not Nor- a fan of Nordic wanker. Right. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck Whatever your right fucking off. stupid Norwegian fucking name is. Yeah. Cunt. Yeah, get lost. Viking cunt. Wanker. See you later. <laughs> Last week, I just sort of got off tangent a bit. Mm. You remember... Um, you got touch with me about whether or not you can call. I said I think you can call a woman a cunt. Yeah, you did. And you said that I 
that you didn't think you could call no. a woman a cunt. Well, so I, I, I didn't should. ask you the key question. Right. What if she is a cunt? Well, then that's different. <laughs> so that's obviously fine. <laughs> so, uh, to, so clarity, folks, yeah. from Mike there. We've got, yeah. we've got the clarification. That's what I needed. It's okay to... You mustn't call a woman a cunt unless she's unless, a cunt. Yeah, she is. And if she is yeah. a cunt, then it's okay then to call okay. her a cunt. Well, I think that's fairly consistent with yeah, my opinion yeah, from last yeah. week. You accused me of being pissed last week. Which you were fucking up with some reason. Which was entirely correct, by the way. <laughs> um, because I felt... I didn't. I, I used a much more uh, delicate term. I said you were refreshed. Yes. Well, I've been drinking well, you drinking gin. fucking champagne when no, I, I was, turned no, up. No, I was drinking that fucking hot gin. <laughs> yeah. Which, I'll tell you what, I got home, right? Hot gin. <laughs> I got home one day after drinking. I thought I was having some kind of fucking episode. Right? Really? I was, I was sweating so yeah, much. Yeah, because it will make you sweat, yeah. And I, did, I mean, I guess it was a hot gin, but I literally, I mean, my, <laughs> my shirt was soaking wet. <laughs> Drugs are used by people who like them. Yeah. I remember having a guy... An <laughs> Supply and demand, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And a guy that I used to know in New York, and he, and he worked with the police a lot, and he said, the reason people do drugs is they enjoy doing them. Yeah. So they're not going to fucking stop Yeah, they're going about... Just because you go, oh, yeah, but it's a bit dangerous. You go, I don't care, I want to get fucking high. Yeah. All right? So I'm going to take my fucking exactly drugs. Exactly right. And so they was going, oh, this person's taking too many drugs. Yeah. I wonder what social problems. He must have come up in a deprived background. Yeah. How about he just likes them? Yeah. No, you no. fucking scruffy cunt. You just fucked Christmas up, yeah, you yeah. bastard.